You know, folks, welcome to Caffeinated Humor. You know, people get a little bit weird when it comes to being nice. You notice this again and again as time goes on. It used to be back in the day, like uh, in the 50s, people were so polite. Like even if they were flipping out over something, there was still a common courtesy that went on. Perfect example, people flying. You go get on an airplane in the 50s, People dressed up, they wore suits. Now you get on an airplane, there are people wearing pajama bottoms, uh, Crocs without socks. They take their Crocs off and they're they're like stretching their toes and you can get a little whiff of those toes. So it's like, oh, not only are they wearing pajama bottoms and Crocs, they didn't shower this morning. So you get that little whiff of like day after ass. Makes your flight a little bit nastier. And those salted peanuts, they're not quite as good. But I guess it's what you put into it. And do we really put that much effort into being nice to people nowadays? Not really. And the main reason is because there's no money in it. Everybody thinks that it's a, oh, we've got to be, there's a certain amount of civility. Really? The same people that say that, get them in an argument and listen to their shrill tones, whatever it is, just attack their biggest thing. If they're an anti-gun person, tell them how much you love guns. Tell them if they're a save the environment type people, tell them about the, uh, oh God, I I told this person it was like a a dedicated uh, animal savior. You know, all they do is rescue animals. And I told them about a surfing trip to Mexico where we ate uh, burrito del gato that we didn't know at the time, but we found out later were made out of cat. And it was actually a tasty burrito. But you just watch these people explode. And the tones that they hit, oh, just the decibels alone will get you pulled over on any other street. But it is fun. You know, you can tweak people, and that's part of my issue. That's my rudeness, is I look for things that I can tweak people on. You know, the... Here's a really good example. Uh, when I first, after I got divorced, I moved back to my, my home in Los Angeles to be around my family. And I, I started organizing these little uh, high school reunions, just mini ones. We'd go and have a few beers, just me and about four or five old friends. Well, it started gaining a little traction. We started getting more and more people. And somebody showed up at one of them who, this girl went out of her way to be known in high school. I mean, we're talking had cheerleader, student council, I mean, everything. And for the the better part of an hour, she's going, no, no, you know me. I sat next to you at, at graduation. I was, I was head cheerleader. Really? Who did you hang out with? You. I hung out with you and your friends. I dated your, your one buddy and, and it was just, went on for about an hour. And then finally, when she started like her 10th attempt to remind me of who she is, I I know who you are. And I called her by her name and she was so pissed. But I got to tell you, it was one of the most entertaining evenings I had had in years. Why? Eh, There's just something about stroking somebody's, you know, whatever their pet peeve is. And the one thing that people that went out of their way to be known, their pet peeve? Being unknown. Being unknown when they think there's no reason they should be unknown. That's an awesome thing to pull off. It's also mean and rude. But I'm okay with it. I've come to peace with my inner asshole. Sure, I cater to him a little bit much. 
but what are you gonna do? You know, I when I first started writing the blog that this podcast came from, I realized that if my main source of content is going to be listening in on other people's conversations, I'm gonna have to at least come to peace with the fact that from the beginning, it's a rude situation. It's something that my mother would not would frown upon. And in the end, she ended up being a big fan of the blog, mainly because it was just me writing. Uh, I had been writing short stories since forever, so she was just glad I was doing something. But it was kind of an enlightening thing because one thing that I also did, and if you ever read the old blog, you saw the typos using the wrong tense, using, and that's because I made the agreement with myself that I would not censor it. I would not edit it because when I began editing, I began changing the way it was written. Plus, it took a lot longer to write. And in the very beginning, I didn't realize you could schedule those. So I was writing them and posting within the same morning. You know, take a half hour to write it, post it, 500 to 1,000 words, crank it out. And it was in an effort to get it out faster, but I would do a quick spell check and that only caught half of it and boom, it's out. But I also came to the conclusion that if I edited, I censored and I don't want to censor. So I made that deal with myself. No editing, just a quick spell check and we're done here. But it also led to in the the original blog, there were some sentences that just petered out and made no sense and I just didn't catch it before I put it live. But I think if you take that type of don't give a shit and roll it with that, that complaint that, oh, people are rude nowadays, you kind of end up with today's episode, that confusion and everything of sailing ships and sealing wax on today's caffeinated humor. Common courtesy is dead in this country. Perfect example. I was walking past three homeless guys in Hollywood. Now, the homeless prefer to travel in packs in Hollywood, and you rarely see one conscious and alone. Anyway, the guy in the middle has a cup and a sign, and the sign isn't even funny, which is actually kind of refreshing. And it just said very plainly, just need money, please help. And it's odd the things that can can catch you in a weak moment. I have a pretty callous, thick skin when it comes to the homeless, and I never give money. I don't pay for other people's drugs, just a personal thing. But I dropped a buck in the cup. Very out of character for me, but I did it. And the next action shocked me a little bit, and I kind of like to think that I had seen it all. But the homeless guy reaches into his cup, takes out the dollar, and his buddy just to his left snatches it right out of his hand. Wow. And the fight was on. And a weird fight, too. No threats. No yelling, not even the ritual, do you know who you fucking with? None of that. Just your basic fight for survival on the street. If Marlon Perkins were alive, we would be filming this. And for those that are confused, Google Wild Kingdom and see if there's any videos on YouTube. The guy was awesome. Now the third guy just stands there. He does nothing as his friends wrestle and slug it out on the sidewalk. And why should he do anything? It's not his fight. Pick your battles as solid advice no matter what your station in life is. 
I try not to hang out once other people's shit gets too real. I mean, call it an odd quirk, which is odd because I'm kind of a social voyeur the rest of the time. Besides, a cop pulled up a minute later. Playtime's over. So I stopped by Starbucks to get some coffee before I head to my event. Now, Starbucks in Hollywood, compared to everywhere else, always has this awesomely weird vibe. It's usually just this side of an out-of-control homeless shelter, but the coffee is the same. So it is closer to the crack house that I always joke about Starbucks being than most other Starbucks. For starters, there's a homeless guy sitting near the cream and sugar kiosk, and as I walk by, the wind shifts and the, the... The odor of B.O. and ass is just overwhelming for a second. I got a little lightheaded. And then, shifted again, I got a solid whiff of brewing coffee. Now that's always a rejuvenating moment, and it's a testament to good coffee. Because very few things can overwhelm B.O. and ass. So I'm much better now. Now as I stand in line, I can see another line at the back of the room, and that's for the bathroom. Now, restrooms are an odd form of commodity on Hollywood Boulevard. Every every establishment has the exact same sign in the front window. Restroom for customers only. And even if you buy something, it's not a guarantee that you will get to take a shit. I once had a Korean burger place manager argue that I didn't buy enough. I got the basic combo. Talk about a tough character. Treat me poorly is one thing, but treating me poorly with a thick Korean accent is another level of rude. However, I put up with it, mainly because their Korean barbecue cheeseburger was insanely tasty. I'll forgive anything for a killer cheeseburger or a really good cup of coffee.